Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to Family Law Talk. Family Law Talk. Presented by Kirk Stangy of Stangy Law Firm, PC, with offices in the Midwest. Stangy Law Firm is a family law firm. Now, here's your host, Kirk Stangy. Welcome to Family Law Talk. We have an interesting topic today. The topic is not paying child support by cash, and this is based on an article on FamilyLawHeadquarters.com dated February 12, 2017, and the title of that article is Do Not Pay Child Support by Cash. And so as a follow-up to the episode, again, go on over to FamilyLawHeadquarters.com, and you can definitely uh, check out that article. Well, let's go ahead and jump on into the topic. Obviously, uh, child support cases can be very difficult cases, uh, for the party who is receiving child support, uh, it can oftentimes be very important. Uh, raising kids is expensive, can cost a lot of money, uh, kids have a lot of needs, and for, for a lot of individuals, uh, truth be told, without the child support, they'd have a tough time making ends meet, they'd have a tough time uh, having the funds they needed to, to make sure that the kids uh, got the education, the health care, I mean, you name it, all the costs involved in raising a child, but they'd have a tough time making sure that would be taken care of. But then on the flip end, right, for the parent who is paying child support, uh, obviously they want to ensure that they get credit for what they pay, right? I mean, and they also, even prior to that, want to make sure the child support amount is fair, just, and reasonable, and that the law has been applied uh, to the facts in an appropriate way. But after that has taken place, they want to make sure they get credit for what they're paying, right? It's a really important a really important thing, and in terms of paying that child support, child support uh, is paid typically in a couple of different ways. Uh, way one would be uh, the, the parent's wages who pays child support is garnished or uh, wage withheld, which is basically the, a synonymous term meaning the same thing. So the child support ultimately is taken right out of their paycheck. Now, for some individuals, uh, they might not like this, um, you know, it, I mean, to have that go through their employer and have it go through the paycheck, you know, a lot of indi- individuals don't like it, and they prefer that not be the case. But on the other hand, uh, when there is a wage withholding order, when there is a garnishment, there's a record that that child support has been paid. And so for the parent who is paying child support, while it might not look like a good thing on the front end, uh, it actually is in most instances because it ensures the child support's paid, uh, there's a record of it, uh, and, and, and there's really proof of payment such that there won't be a back child support order of some kind. Now, the other way individuals most commonly pay their child support would be through check, right? So versus paying it through the state, uh, a check is written uh, from the payor parent to the receiving parent, and, and they receive that child support uh, in that way. Now, for most parties, they will note on the check itself, on the memo line, that it's for child support. And then by doing that, ultimately, right, they have a record that they've paid their child support. And if there's ever a dispute over whether or not child support was paid, the payor parent is able, in those instances, to provide copies of those to uh, those checks to the court, if need be. Uh, if the state's involved, they could they could show the proof of payment to the state. And, and ultimately, they have a record uh, that the child support has been paid, right? And so check is another common uh, way in which child support is paid. And obviously, 
for the listeners out there, this is going to vary based on the state you're in, based on the court you're before, and really based on, on the unique set of facts. Um, in, in some instances, uh, wage withholding is really the preferable way to do it, but in other courts, and, and certainly other parties might have a preference by, for payment by check. And again, this is a record that the child support's been paid. Uh, really, the way not to pay child support in, in virtually every instance in the, in the way of paying child support that can lead to disputes over whether child support was paid. Uh, in some instances, it can lead to back uh, child support awards being entered against the, the payor parent. In some cases, it can result in interest uh, being tacked on uh, to, to a child support amount. Uh, and sometimes, in worst-case scenarios, right, it can result in a motion for contempt could result in criminal charges, but this is when child support is paid by cash, right? When cash is given by one parent to the other parent, the problem with this is there's no record that that transaction actually took place, that the child support was actually paid. And in some instances, even if the parties agree that cash was handed from one parent to the other parent, right, uh, the parent receiving that cash might argue that the cash was not for child support, but maybe it was for some other purpose, right? And then ultimately, uh, if push comes to shove and, and the case ends up in court or it ends up before the state child uh, support authorities, it is really problematic and really hard to prove in these instances that child support was paid when paid through cash. Now, some of the listeners out, out there might think this, this seems so common sense. I mean, who would pay child support by cash? Is there even really a need uh, to have a podcast on something like this? I mean, I think that's what some individuals would retort back, like, why, why do you even have to go through it? But the reality is, is it happens, and, and uh, individuals do pay by cash. And, and based on that, you know, I think it's an important warning to parents out there. And the one scenario where I think this can be very common, and it's a, it's a scenario that certainly we've seen at our firm, or the scenarios uh, of take a paternity case where a child is born out of wedlock, um, uh, the parents didn't have a child support order in play or maybe a custody order in play, uh, and they were now living together as a, as a couple. And so the one parent uh, might, during exchanges, if this is happening informally, give cash uh, to the other parent for something, right? And so that's a very common thing. Another scenario uh, that, that we see a lot is scenarios where <clears throat> the one parent uh, uh, provides gifts, right, buys things for the children, right, buys shirts, buys toys, buys diapers, buys formula, buys these things uh, for the child, right, and maybe delivers them as gifts to the other parent, but then doesn't keep a record of these transactions, right? And then if the child support authorities go after that parent, this can be very treacherous and hard to prove. Uh, that, that this was really a form of child support being paid, and it, it, it's hard for a lot of parents to get credit for it. So truthfully, the scenario where this seems to happen the most often is these paternity cases that happen where the parents uh, didn't have a court order, they were separated, they were doing child support informally, uh, and, and then child custody informally, and this can be a really uh, a tough situation that can result in a lot of back child support awards uh, that we see in many cases. And so, you know, watch those scenarios. And, and certainly in certain states, the laws vary. So check 
check the laws in your particular state and consult the attorney who's licensed and competent to practice in your state. But in the state of Missouri, for example, back child support awards can go five years back, right? And so, again, uh, we've certainly seen these horror story scenarios where over a period of five years back, right, cash was being handed from one parent to the other. Uh, the one parent was buying things like the diapers, the formulas, the clothes, uh, and not keeping uh, uh, records of these such that they can prove that they made these payments uh, after the fact, and then they don't get treated as, as being child support, which can result in these back awards. So, look, at the end of the day, again, the, really the moral and the premise of this episode is, look, uh, wage withholding orders, garnishments, while folks might not like having child support taken automatically out, out of the paycheck, in most instances it's actually a good thing because there's proof uh, that support was paid. And then if that's not going to be the case, uh, really the best avenue uh, to pay child support would be through check. And the check, again, uh, the, the facts can vary. The laws in each state can vary, so definitely talk to an attorney. But the check might be from one parent to the other parent. And then in some instances, the payor parent might opt to send the check in through the state, right, if the state's able to take the payment that way. And then the state uh, could ensure that uh, the receiving parent actually receives a child support. But again, child support by check, tough. Uh, certainly for most parents, a mistake if that's the way it's being paid. Uh, certainly a payor parent wants to have a record of the child support paid. So again, that's the episode today. I hope you found it insightful. Is a follow-up to the episode today. Go on over to FamilyLawHeadquarters.com. Check out the article titled, Do Not Pay Child Support by Cash. All right, well, thanks for tuning in. Uh, today to Family Law Talk. Stay tuned to our next episode coming up. Thank you very much. Thank you for listening to Family Law Talk with Kirk Stangy. Visit StangyLawFirm.com for more about today's topic or to put Stangy Law Firm to work for your family today. The choice of a lawyer is an important decision that should not be based solely upon advertisements. Neither the Supreme Court of Missouri or Illinois reviews or approves certifying organizations or specialist designations. The information you obtain on this podcast is not, nor is it intended to be legal advice. You should contact an attorney for advice regarding your individual situation. We invite you to contact us and welcome your calls, letters, and electronic mail. Contacting us does not create an attorney-client relationship. Please do not send any confidential information to us until such time as an attorney-client relationship has been established. And finally, past results afford no guarantee of future results, and every case is different and must be judged on its own merits. Kirk Stangy is responsible for the content. Principal Place of Business, 120 South Central Avenue, Suite 450, Clayton, Missouri, 63105. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.